Welcome to the Space for Magic podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to receiving all the gifts the universe has for us. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive coach. Using a blend of common sense, brain science, and just a dash of magic, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hey there, Patty here. Welcome to this episode of Space for Magic. And today I'm going to tell you a little bit about what it's been like to create the receiving school, the magic behind it, and why it is the ultimate, to me, the ultimate proof of how the receiving method works. You know, last week we started offering trainings on the receiving method. These were open to everyone. They're still available today. I think we pull them down tomorrow. So if you're listening to this on the day the podcast drops the 21st, you can still grab them, pattylennon.com forward slash training. And so many beautiful and amazing things are happening and I love it and it blows my mind and it doesn't surprise me. All those things happen all at once when people learn this method. Now at the heart, the method is simply that we all learn that when we ask, we receive, right? That this is a concept in law of attraction. It's generally a concept in most religions. And if we don't receive, it's because we've been deemed unworthy by some divine being, or we just haven't asked the right way, right? And so to me, it's that second part, you know, that we we're unworthy or we've asked the wrong way that kind of messes with people. And it's where the receiving method is different. And basically what the receiving method teaches is when we ask, we will receive if it's for our highest good, as long as we don't have resistance up to receiving. And the resistance is ultimately caused by anything we put out into the world that tries to brace us or has us putting up our hands to something happening for us or to us. It can be us resisting negative people. It can be us resisting gifts. It can be us resisting compliments. Every time we resist, we we basically strengthen our field of resistance that's all around us. And every time we receive, we weaken that field of resistance, right? And then so everything we teach is based on that. And the first training was all about you know, ha- the manifestation myth, which I talked about here last week and, and really what to do instead. And then We talked about how to have a strong energy field and put up an energy shield. So we're not, we're not in the process of resisting negative people. We just naturally repel them. And then the final training in higher ground, we talk about, you know, how to stay in that higher place, that higher vibing place, I guess, but less about higher vibing, more just to how do we feel like every day we walk through the world that we are loved and we are safe. And we were on purpose, right? And, you know, what I've just seen in these trainings are so phenomenal. And on the second one, I was taking questions. And one of the the people on the training said, Patty, I love how you make us feel like everything we say matters and that you really see us and you really care if we're understanding this. And the thing is, of I do. I I mean, first of all, any of us who are out there teaching anything, you know, coaching any of these helping professions, if we don't actually care about the people in our communities, then then why are we doing it? Right? Why are we doing it? But I get it. 
I get what that person was saying because I've been on plenty of trainings where I knew I was completely unnoticed. Like I knew it did not matter to that person if I was there or not. If I had, you know, especially if they couldn't identify whether I was planning on buying from them or not. And that's just never been the case for me. And never has it been stronger than with the receiving school, which the doors to the receiving school just opened today and will start next week. And it's just the most amazing feeling being able to offer the receiving school to anyone who wants to take it, you know, and who wants to invest in it. And and of course, if someone can't invest in it, that's why I do the free training. So they get the, the core concepts, because I really do think that this is the work that we all should have gotten when we were kids, how to receive, you know, how do you receive? We, we really have been taught to resist this at such a high level in so many places. And if kids could learn this at an early age, my goodness, so much more would be different because this resistance is what leads to pain and suffering. It's what causes people, I think, to turn to violence and anger and frustration because at the core, their needs are not being met. And all our needs will always be met as long as we don't resist them being met, right? And this is at the heart of what we do. And, you know, with receiving school, it goes deeper. It's, you know, first having your material needs met, but then really getting to get to that place where you have that deep and intimate connection with yourself, being fully in love with yourself, and then to have that deep and intimate connection with your guides and your angels and whatever word you use for the divine. And I'm still in awe that I get to do this. I really am still in awe that I get to do this. And it all started with that first event that really unlocked the receiving method as a method, as an approach to life for me, which really was, I mean, there's so much that led up to it, but it was really my mom's death, you know, eight years ago. And ultimately what really solidified it was my father's passing, you know, last year. And You know, when my mom died in those weeks leading up to her passing, she passed away from, she ultimately died from cancer. And those weeks leading up to her crossing over, as her body deteriorated more and more, it was really fascinating to watch a woman who had struggled so much to receive herself, right? Who really never liked the attention on her, was giving, 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 never receiving who she became through her journey with cancer. And, you know, towards the end, not the very end, but towards the end, you know, people wanting to see her at first, she was willing to see them, you know, to be able to say that goodbye. But when they wanted to come back, she was just able to say no, right? That that wasn't right for her. And how amazing that was for her to finally find that within herself, that what she needed, you know, was, was what was paramount in those moments. Because I really truly believe if we don't learn it in this life, we take it into the next life as something we need to learn. So (laughs) for that reason alone, (laughs) let's really nail this receiving concept, right? And also just as she crossed over And then my relationship to grieving, one of the big pieces of my grief process was to first receive the anger 
the deep anger I had in me at her for dying. And my anger came from understanding at this soul level that we all choose when we're going to exit, right? That yes, her physical body died from the cancer, but she orchestrated that exit moment with the divine. Her and the divine made that choice and that's when she exited. And some part of her knew that that was the exit plan, right? And there I was for over collectively over a year taking care of her, but towards the end, just you know, weeks of just being by her side and just feeling so angry that she let me do that when she knew at the soul level that she was going. Well, ultimately the place I got to, of course, I or maybe not of course, but the place I did get to once I processed that anger was to understand that, you know, the human her, the one that was receiving that help, she didn't really necessarily have access to that knowledge that she was going to cross. That was first, the first lesson I I realized. So that was important. But more important was that all that I gave of myself in her care was really my choice to give. And most of my resentment wasn't in taking care of her. In fact, I to this day treasure that opportunity. I treasure it. But while I had done it, I had done it with this unconscious contract. I will do everything within my physical limits to help you heal from this cancer. And in exchange, you won't go. But she didn't agree to that contract. Like I never said that contract out loud and yet I operated under it. And I think we do that so often in our lives. You know, I'm going to give everything to my kids and then they'll be happy, but then they're not happy and we want to know why. Or I'm going to work really hard at this job and then eventually I'll be able to retire and that's when I'll have fun. But then you get there and maybe you get sick you know, because you work so hard. Or maybe somewhere before that you get let go and you realize you have no idea how to have fun. You've lost track of that part of yourself and you feel abandoned and you're not even sure who you're abandoned by. You just made this unconscious contract. You don't even know with who. Maybe you thought you were making it with the divine. Maybe you thought you were making it with your future self. Maybe you thought you were making it with, you know, the world, whatever it is. But both parties aren't in agreement with that contract. A really common one is I'm going to give, I'm going to focus on giving and not on receiving because that's selfish. So I'm going to give that selfless and then people are going to love me, right? And But then they don't treat you in a loving way and you get frustrated and upset or you're so good, right? You're such a good person. Why do you have these money problems? You're such a good person. Why don't you have a romantic partner? And so it's this idea that you're a good person and a good person gets these other things. And these are these unconscious contracts that we make up, right? And so once I realized I had made this unconscious contract with my mother that she knew didn't engage, it was really me. (laughs) I made up in my head and I could forgive myself for operating under that contract. That was when I was able to finally reach the beauty of that time I had with her. And what that did for me, that freed me up so much. It freed me up so much. And also then time bent back on itself to a place right after she had crossed over where it was so clear to me what matters and what doesn't. And 
every day brings us the opportunity to have a completely precious experience with being human, with being on the planet, that there are infinite opportunities for us to experience amazing, beautiful things, but we have to be able to receive them. And we have to be able to receive them fully. And that to me at the heart is what is taught inside the receiving school. It's what I get to teach. And I've told the story over the course of this podcast about how the receiving school came to be, that I was just sitting there meditating, talking to my guides, and they just told me this was a thing I was going to do. It wasn't something I created to meet a need, although certainly it was something created to meet a need, but it was something I was guided to do. And that's the thing is that I was on this journey of this receiving method, living it out myself. And that's how I got to this place where I could trust these spirit guides. I could trust my intuition implicitly and trust the universe's ability to care for me financially and otherwise. And that is what allowed me to go out on this path, to to veer off the path I had been of this business coaching and go into this space where I help people open up to receiving. And it took courage. And that courage never would have been possible had I not been able to trust that I am cared for in the way that we all are cared for. And that's at the heart of what comes when you start practicing this receiving method. It's what comes when you are in the receiving school or you're learning what is taught in the receiving school, which is first to be open to all material gifts, to be open to receiving ourselves without judgment, and then ultimately to receive the guidance and love of our spirit guides, our angels, our loved ones, and the divine. And what a privilege, what a privilege to do this. There was a woman in receiving school. She'll be taking receiving school again, Laura, Laura McRae Hitchcock. She's a beautiful artist. You can check her out and um, we'll put the link to her work in the show notes. I was talking to her about her experience in the receiving school, which was amazing because she came in and she thought she was coming in to, you know, for more money, right? You know, I, at the beginning, I, I ask everyone to set an intention. Just what is it that you want to receive? And she said, more money. She didn't say it to me. It was just something she set privately for herself. But over the course of the program, she said, at one point, she heard me say, at some point, you will fall. At some point, you will fall deeply in love with yourself. And I really, truly believe that. And she said, when she heard me say that, and she heard the confidence in me, she thought, wow, if that, if that was possible, that would be amazing. But she felt that was even farther reaching than bringing money magically into her life. But by the end of the program, she felt that. And what had happened over the course of the program was she started to win awards and awards and awards for her art. And she started to be recognized in bigger and bigger ways. And she said to me, when I was talking to her about this, she goes, I'm almost, I almost feel guilty applying for anything anymore, Patty, because I know I'm going to win. Like it's not even a question anymore. But even with all that, the fact that, that I love myself so completely has just changed everything. And that's the truth is that we think we know what we want. And almost always it's money, love, or support. 
sometimes when people come into receiving school, it's, I want to be able to talk to my loved ones, right? We think it's one of these things. I want to to have stronger intuitive gifts. I want more money. I want a job opportunity, a new house, whatever it is. I want people to support me. I want people to like take care of me and me not always have to be taking care of them. And of course, all those things are beautiful. And those things happen when you learn to receive. But it's that that core, that nugget that changes somewhere along the way, magically, truly magically, where as they go through this process, people fall in love with themselves. That That's the pivot point of life. That's the thing that opens up space for everything else to change and all the beautiful gifts to come in. And when I think about the fact that this is what I get to do for a living, it amazes me. My friend Sherry had texted me the other day when she was watching the replay on one of the trainings I give where I was talking about my my father passing, you know, in relationship to opening up this whole process for me. And she goes, it breaks my heart that you had to lose your dad to get here, but I'm just so grateful you found your way to this work because it is what you were meant to do. And I had replied back to her, you know, that I can honestly say where I'm sitting is as much as I would do anything to have my mother and father back. I love them both deeply. I am truly fully at peace that they are gone because I know that their deaths and my experience with that is what brought me to this place. And I am so grateful to be here. I mean, I do get to talk to them. I still talk to them, right? I do have that gift. So that makes it a little bit easier. And I know I'll see them again when I cross over myself. But the grief, the grief, the grief pales in comparison to the pure appreciation and humble gratitude I have to be able to do this. And if you've been following me and you you are interested in being part of the receiving school, I would love, love, love for you to join us. Uh, you can find it at www.thereceivingschool.com. We'll put that link in the show notes. And what I will say, if you're wondering if this is the right time for you, because we ask everyone when they're done with receiving school, when they're coming out of receiving school, you know, if you if someone asks you, is this the right program for me? Is this the right time? There's one consistent answer that pretty much everyone gives. And the answer is, if you feel it, like if you feel that that's what you're supposed to do is join the receiving school and you are willing to be open to what comes in that program. And, and they do say this, you need to be a hundred percent open. If you're willing to be open, then yes, join because what will happen will change your life. And so if you're wondering, and you can check those boxes, you feel like this is the time and you're willing to be 100% open, and you're ready for your life to change, then I really would love for you to join us. So go check it out at thereceivingschool.com. And again, if you are not prepared to invest, that you're just not sure if this is the right time for you, you can just go grab the free trainings at pattylennon.com forward slash training. I always try and make as much as I can possible to everyone. And that's one way that I do it. And certainly sharing it here on the podcast. So thank you so much for being with me today. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful week and loads of magic flowing in. Hey, thanks for listening. 
If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review at your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you have to say about what I've shared. I'm cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. And don't forget, always create space for magic. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.